The following program may contain content that your kids would love to hear, but you may not want them to. Today's show is being brought to you by Wacko's Department Stores. Yes, friends, shopping at Wacko's is easy because we ain't got shelves. That's right. We just pile everything on the floor and you pick out what you want. No need to read signs and walk up and down aisles. Just plow through the merchandise and take what you want. Bring a shovel, take a whole bunch of stuff at once, you know. And remember, we're not insured, so you shop at your own risk. Remember our slogan, whatever you want in a stacko is at Wacko. Blah 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 blah. Wait, hey, guys, come in. Oh, the blah blah blah. That's right. You goddamn right, it's right. That's right. You goddamn right, it's right. I know what I'll do. I'll go out and rob everybody blind and go to Argentina because nobody ever thought of this before. Guys, come in. Oh, the blah blah blah. Guys, come in. Oh, the blah blah blah. That's right. You goddamn right, it's right. What do you What do you do? What can you do? What can you do? Guys, come in. Oh, the blah 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 Listening to Frank Capola. I've been walking next to you the entire time. <laughs> Brian! 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 Finally, he went back, and I walked by the table, and I said, How are you, Don? Nice to see you. He said, Can't you see I'm eating, Frank? What are you doing? <laughs> Frank, what the hell are you doing? Hello, hello, hello. I'm Frank, remember? The results say that you, Frank, are absolutely not my father, but my father is a close relative, most likely one of your brothers. Dad's brothers? Hey, you know, I think I met the one that sells smoked sausage and razor blades out of the trunk of his car. Run! Run! My name is Frank. Who the hell is Daniel Day-Lewis these days, huh? Retired. Retired? 
<laughs> really? What do you do at home? Act? I don't know. I think of these things. So it, uh, so it goes. My name is Frank Cotolo, man whose name would do the title of the show. Yes, mid-March, the Ides, the Oscars, the Ides, and all the other junk plot. There's light at the end of that tunnel. Tom Savino's with us. TJ Savino, at TJ Savino on your Twitter feed. <laughs> Go get him. We're going to be talking about speaking a chat. Did I say speaking a chat? It's Cotolo Chronicles. And Mr. Savino shall be with us shortly. In the meantime, here's the theme. <laughs> Can anyone guess? Did I do that already? Yes, uh, that... Alternate, it's not the alternate, it's not alternate, it's artificial intelligence. The AI chat that's causing lots of people upsetness. <laughs> Sometimes speaks better than all of us, but, uh, you know, uh, Mr. Savino will tell us more about it and we'll talk about it and you'll be scared. It'll scare the living daylights out of you before we're done. Ice cap to ice cap from Hamlet to City, from Othello and into every bordello. Thursday emerges again in the week, and it's a week for us. Yes, that's correct. And, wow, you know, I got back into the office <laughs> after a week off, and all the papers I have, the things that are going on and going to go on on this show. Amazing stuff that's happening. And it, and it starts uh, on this particular show, and as we talk about AI, AI, uh, it's not like that's, that was the second, <laughs> that was the second single by Andre 3000, and it didn't go anywhere. AI, AI, was that hey ya and then AI, well, maybe that was the name of the album, AI. You know about this thing? I wonder if there are people of the generation who might use that. If they'd be, uh, they'd be in this uh, audience, one way or another. I don't know. But Mr. Savino uh, is a uh, retired English teacher. That means he taught. That means he taught English. You know that that's incorrect too, isn't it? I'm starting to question just about everything: how I talk, how anyone talks, and I am surely getting sick of what I'm hearing, not just of myself. <laughs> I'm trying. I don't think anyone else is trying. My name is Frank Cattolo. Man, name don't title the show. And as I said, this week, T.J. Savino, next week, and I, I didn't, uh, they didn't give me his name. I think his last name is Bennett, or what have you. You have a fellow on who's written a book about uh, a serial killer and therefore talking about serial killers because we like to talk about murder on this show. I don't know. It's a book. He's promoting his book, and he should because the market sucks out there, and it's difficult 
So many people, so many new rules, so many things going on. This is why the AI chat thing, I don't know what else to call it, app, it's an app. Why the AI uh, should be and will be interesting and should be listened to by people who are still into academia and who, uh, not the nuts, <laughs> academia. I love those academia nuts, said the senior in college. The, there are plenty of things you can learn uh, from that, this. Because things are, things are going on out there in terms of writing, uh, whether it's, uh, you know, scholastic, educational, for degrees, uh, school things, what have you, or, or, it's, uh, or it's just creative. Stuff going on that's unbelievable. It also, I have so many questions that I did not write them down. But I want to tell you, and that's okay, because uh, Tom and I uh, kind of hear what each other's saying in our brains anyway. Uh, what else? Okay, do I, have his, I don't have his name here. I don't have his name here. I said March 9th, that's tonight, uh, live, and of course, repeats uh, later. Ah, he's available. He's available. Mr. Savino's available now. Let me get him on, and then because uh, we might as well just stay on uh, now. I say, call him. Can I call him? Yeah, call. Uh, I'll get him now. There's okay. There's no reason for you to just sit there and listen. You should. Why don't you just hello? Hello. You don't have to sit there and just listen and wait. Why don't you just be here like you were here? Why well, I, I I am here. Yeah, I, <laughs> I know, I know. But I mean, before we start talking about this, because uh, I was uh, I was telling a couple a couple of things. I'm telling these people, whoever the hell they think we are, whoever the hell they are. Although we know we know now. That, that countless people are out there because <laughs> they've looked us up. Look, there's other things we're going to do on this show uh, in the next couple of weeks. And I just want to uh, go over some of them here quickly uh, and then tell you again to give to Wikimedia. I don't have to go through this every week because they're not commercials. They're not commercial, and, I, and they don't pay me for anything. But um, they're wonderful. It's a wonderful organization to... Uh, to uh, uh, give a couple of bucks. They'll take anything. Wikimedia Foundation, everybody, go. Uh, had they not sent me back this letter for a mere $10 dead, uh, check that I sent, and boy, does that show my age, right? Because nobody sends <laughs> checks anymore. They were on Cash App or Talk Cash or Pennywise or whatever those are things they have there. Uh, and they sent me back a wonderful letter, and I, I believe in Wikipedia. And I think that it should never be your sole source of uh, for information, but certainly as a free source, it's unbelievable. And like a lot of things on the internet that are services since the beginning, something's going to come along. You're going to love it, and then it's gone, or they or, or a window will pop up. You want to continue with this and enjoy it and have fun with it, or maybe learn from it? Then you have to give us money. Um, I'm not against anyone making money, but you know what I mean. It it. You know, we was we were here. It was all everything was free in the beginning. But I'm not going there now. There's some other things that are going to go on. So you give them to. What do you do? Oh, just go to Wikipedia and uh, a window's bound to pop up and say that they want uh, that they they would appreciate if you'd help keep them alive. Did you know, uh, Tom, how uh, how much they need money? I have seen their um, their pleas. <laughs> If I click on anything on Wikipedia, 
you know, they off they uh, plead for donations, and I have I have donated. I have. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't even question you because I know you you're that you're that kind of person. You did before I did, and I commend you for it. <laughs> thank you, thank but, you very much, ladies and gentlemen. I want to thank my mother. I'm getting ready for the Oscars, so. Um, my mother thanks you. My father thanks you. <laughs> my father thanks you, and I thank you. Also, what else is coming up here? Okay, um, I want to do a show, uh, and I don't know if these are, there's no order to these, and there's no commitment, uh, people. Okay, these things will either happen or not happen, but they're ideas that float around until we finally do get them done. And that is, Tom, this will be interesting. You'll find this interesting. I don't know if you know this, but in terms of generations now uh, that are uh, discovering things from the past, uh, that they didn't know existed or they knew existed but didn't know a lot about. If you've been on Twitter, I can't tell you because I haven't counted it and I'm not going to count how many accounts are related directly to the Beatles. Uh, it's outrageous. Mm -hmm. Outrageous. There are at least four or five uh, Twitter accounts that are uh, Beatle, daily Beatles lyrics. Wow. Now, I mean, here in, in 2023. Yeah, yeah. And, and isn't that amazing that there's five or maybe more? I don't know. I just, they just came. I, something's happened on Twitter where I'm getting things I didn't ask for and they're not following, they're not, not from followers or retweets. Is there a topic or something? The thing, I don't know what goes Tw on. Twitter is, I mean, you know, honestly, since Musk's takeover, it has, it's crazy. I had never had so many right-wing people on on my feed. It's just uh, incredible. But how are certain people getting this stuff is uh, is uh, uh, amazing to me. There must be this must have something to do with the kind of search engine we're going to talk about with the chat thing, right? I mean, it, it's yeah. it's finding things that we might look at or something, and then it goes, "Oh, that's your you like that, don't you?" Right? Is that it? Yeah, algorithms. I think. Oh, yeah, those are algorithms. Uh, algorithms. Hey, uh, algorithm. Yeah, <laughs> algorithm. Yeah, yeah, algorithm. What? Yeah, you remember that joke? The, the, no. The one, uh, I think Jeremy must have told it. I gave him, I told him this joke once. I said, uh, I said, here's a good joke for you. Uh, um, the uh, once vice president of the United States uh, deserves to say that he founded the internet. After all, all the rhythms... Uh, that that the digital system has are related to him. They're algorithms, aren't they? <laughs> algorithms. Algorithms. Like yeah. Now, now here's okay. a, there's another thing going on out there, and I I swear to you, I haven't seen this yet, but there are you know how uh, there have been um, tribute bands, right? Because there are. Oh yeah, yeah. sure. Mm -hmm. And just about every group that ever sold uh, a, a record now has a, a tribute band. Remember, mm -hmm. we used to just do. Remember, in our band, Tom and I, we used to just used to do covers, and right. I mean, yeah. And we yeah. try to do it. You try to do it as much as close to the uh, record as possible, but they didn't call us like every time. Every time we did a song, oh, they didn't say there's an Elvis, there's an Elton John tribute band here because we did <laughs> one or nothing. You know, it was just it's a but, Dylan tribute band just because we did, uh, you know, uh, subterranean. <laughs> Subterranean homesick. <laughs> and one day we'll know the lyrics too. But 
there are, listen to this now. Now, you know that there are uh, Sinatra tributes uh, people out there, and there's uh, a friend of mine used to drum with me in the, in the uh, uh, wedding band I played in, uh, is a popular, or was, I mean, a popular uh, Sinatra tribute guy. And he went out with a whole orchestra and sang Sinatra stuff. He showed up as Sinatra. Wow. Yeah. A whole orchestra. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah. I mean, the big, cool. big bunch of guys. I mean, if guys. you're really going to be a tribute band for Sinatra, you should. Yeah. He had, to, yeah, and he got a lot of money and made did well and he, and he was very good at it. But listen to this. I, I was looking at uh, uh, various things they're doing at uh, racetracks because they, you know, once in a while they say, come early, come to the restaurant, and then we have an, an act. They have uh, acts, you know, and the, what's left of certain bands, if, if they can't find a tribute band, what's left of certain bands, one or two or three guys, still go out on the road trying to make money. You see them mm -hmm. on PBS in the middle of the night, you know. Here's the, yeah. here's oh, the yeah. you know, I can't even think of one. The, here's the yeah. tremolos, you know. <laughs> and it's like one guy, they had one hit, they do, you know. But The anyway, Ronettes. Yes, the Ronettes, the... Uh, uh, it's, although it's pretty hard to find uh, Vandellas these days, I don't know. I don't think there are any more Vandellas. No, so it's just the, all the Vandellas. <laughs> I think they married the uh, Temptations. They were tempta tempt tempted. Temptations married the. But listen to this. Uh, mm -hmm. Oh, and also there's one more. There's this guy. There's one or two guys who are out there now. Speaking of PBS, I saw a show. A guy does a one-man Groucho show. Oh, have you seen? Yeah, that? I think I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, he's making that's, a living. Pretty good. He's making a living doing that. You know, you know, wild to think that. You know, uh, we won't. I mean, the dollar's a lot more, but you know, but I mean, actually, it's not a lot more because when when Groucho was on Broadway, uh, and I was, they were making gigantic money compared to what the dollar was worth. Okay. Yeah. But listen to this. Speaking of Groucho, there's that one-man show, right? Okay, so recently, and I, at a, uh, and on an ad uh, for a racetrack, it was the Martin and Lewis Tribute Act. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I, had, I Martin and Lewis Tribute Act. That, hmm. uh, and uh, I would say that has got to be directed to the, de the baby boomer demographic. Right. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Can you see? Uh, uh, I have a, you know, I have a, a kind of a weird curiosity just to see them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw a still because they showed a still of them. Uh -huh. And, uh, you know, they're okay. They look like it. And, you know, that's a fascinating thing to me. How I've looked at uh, a, a friend of mine uh, from way back, uh, a pop culture and music guy from our days. Okay, he uh, he uh, he looked at all the Beatles uh, groups, tribute groups. You know, mm -hmm. they're all named after songs or something. You notice that the uh, you know the Day Trippers, the uh, oh, you yeah. know. But uh, and I'm shocked because every once in a while I go and say, "Oh, who's this one?" You know, and you take a look, and you and you look at it, and I'm amazed at how much they, they look like. Uh, and it's not just they don't just put these wigs on them. They they have features that okay, even if you go close, you go, hey, that kind of looks like them. Or is that psychological? Because from far away you look like them, but because they have the motions and everything. But uh, it, it's uh, mm. it's it's weird. 
uh, that happens. So these uh, Martin and Lewis guys are, and you know, they're younger. So they, ha- I don't believe these guys truly, you know, I like to get them on the show, but then they wouldn't look like they would just do, well, they had distinct voices, Martin and Lewis, for anybody. Yeah. You know, you know that'd, I don't be, know. that'd be good. Yeah. Get them on. I know. But that's, uh, <laughs> well, anyway. Uh, so the Martin and Lewis tribute, uh, so there's a lot of other tribute bands and stuff that we, uh, so we don't look at the tribute situation here somewhere along the line uh, of course i said next week there, there is someone booked and uh, i forgot his name martin bennett i think it's something like that he's got a book about uh serial killers that's out mm. and uh, it's one book it's not a serial book you should have a serial book of serial <laughs> killers <laughs> not serial like killers. Bill Wheaties, <laughs> from wheaties to cheerios <laughs> <laughs> stranglers would be one you know and the next one would be a uh um, decapitors? <laughs> Is that what you call somebody? Leonardo Decapitor. <laughs> decapitor. <laughs> oh, I said the, the, a couple of nights ago. I saw for the first time this this a boy's life or this boy's life a boy's life. I think. I and heard I think, of that. What is it? That's the one that took like thirteen years to make or something. I don't know, but I. I'm looking at it, and I'm seeing this young man, and I'm saying, boy, he looks really familiar. Uh-huh. And it was Leonardo DiCaprio, like, uh, at 11 or something like that. A Boy's yeah. Life? Yeah, with uh, starring, uh, uh, oh, my God, Robert De Niro and Ellen Barkin. Oh, vaguely. I remember vaguely. Yeah. Uh, what were you watching that? Why was I? Why, Where? I, just, I was just surfing. Channel surfing. On what? And I, what I saw De Niro and I said, oh, what, what is this? I haven't seen this. Because it, it was, a, he looked like, you know, it was around that era of, uh, he did Taxi Driver. Mm. And, uh, and maybe a, he was just a little older, I think. And no but, yeah, I'm always interested in a De Niro thing. So I saw, and then Ellen Bar. I've always been an Ellen Barkin fan. And so I wasn't I wasn't looking for it. I would just happen to find it. And, and you watched I, it. it was, um, did you yeah. enjoy it? You enjoyed it? You enjoyed it? You liked it? Yeah, it was good. It was good. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> no for, no further comment. <laughs> okay. Doesn't well, there's one if you missed you want to get into. I was I keep speaking of DiCaprio. You know, I know people who will not watch movies with him in it. That's they love love him and hate him, but you know, they hate him. I didn't know he had so much hate going for him. Wow, really? Yeah. I mean, like, I think a lot. I think a lot of us have somebody that fits that. You know, there's a famous. I, I've told you before yeah, about. We do. My dad's obsession with. Wait. With, uh, wait! Don't wait! Don't let me remember. Oh, because I think I saw him in a movie the other day. I'll, I'll just give you his nickname: was the the Velvet Frog. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It's fog. I found out the hard way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I call him frog. I'm the one who calls him. I called him the day. I wonder, I'll always wonder till the day I die. Did he hear the R? Um, I, what's his name again? I forgot. Uh, there's the Velvet Fog. Fog is, uh, wow. Here, go, here goes the age. Yeah. The name of the thing. <laughs> I'm not going to really be much help for you there either. No. But I did remember Velvet Fog, but they, although I said frog. I forgot who I was with. They was with some comedian who uh, has passed away since. The guy who hit me when he heard me say it, like, no, don't make it obvious. I didn't know it was wrong. He could have got away with it. Then he smacked me. 
gosh, he was a good comedian too. I liked him. He passed away. And uh, I liked him so much, I don't remember him. <laughs> <laughs> we don't remember his name. Oh, God. But I, you that, know, wait, are you talking about the guy who, oh, who was I, that? I asked you, wasn't he on Alan Thicke's show? And you, you said, I don't know. No, I think that was, no. Oh, I don't know if it was that guy, because I don't remember that guy's name. <laughs> we don't remember that guy either. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to We Don't Remember. This is such a shame, too, because, you know, you don't just forget bad people. You forget nice people. Yeah. You forget people you, you liked and people you spent time with and had good time. Yeah. Right, yeah. Stu? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, anyway, I'm not going to... Okay. We'll, these things, I, I'll start writing them down somewhere. Um, what was I talking... You said the... Oh, your father the, hated... The vel velvet... Uh, uh, hated Mel... 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 Mel Brooks. No, Mel... Mel Stottlemyre. Mel, Mel Gibson. <laughs> Mel... Is it Mel... Mel Bay, the guy who taught guitars. I, you know what? I think it. I think Mel, it is Mel. It is Mel. I I, I think it is Mel. <laughs> but who, who remembers the Velvet Fog? The Velvet. No. We, no, but we remember the Velvet Fog. It's not. It yeah. can't. He wrote uh, the Christmas, a Christmas song. Yes, yes, yes. It probably he could have probably retired on that. I guess. Um, the Velvet. I'm gonna Google it. So you go ahead, and I'll, yeah, while I Google. Say, who are you doing? Who wrote the? The Chris, you know that that that's a good bridge to go into. There's another one, something else I want to talk to, uh, and then Mel Torme. Well, Torme, it was Mel, of course. Mel Torme. Mel Torme. Well, who was I? With? It doesn't say that who I was with, does it? <laughs> the stand-up <laughs> no. comedian. Then, um, oh man. Well, if it comes to me, uh, we'll find out another day. Uh, one more thing I'm going to do. I'm going to revisit something without, probably without going back to the original of. Uh, recording of it but a while back a long while back now i did a show on someone who wrote a book say uh explaining why so many human beings on the face of the earth are related to genghis khan hmm. did you know about this i i remember you writing an email or something about a, it a long quite a while ago it was uh, about about that. The Genghis Khan yeah. heritage, uh, another book or something has come out about it again, an article, uh, what have you. They're going to revisit that because uh, uh, that's, uh, that, that's fascinating. I think it's one out of every 200 people on the face of the earth can be traced back to one man. Well, yeah, like, I mean, one out of 200? Really? Yeah. Wow. You know, it's like maybe that's why there are so many fascists in the world. Uh, I don't. Well, is that what he was? I mean, well, I mean, what you call him? Certainly, an authoritarian. For no, sure. I know, but you know, more. <laughs> I, I look at those conquerors a little differently than people who just, you know, uh, you know. I mean, you know, Hitler was elected. Let's not forget that. Well, yeah. So, if you, if you, want, if you want to call <laughs> it, was a lot different. It, yeah, but it's a lot to... Oh, oh, are you a Hitler election denier? <laughs> Is that what's going well, on? Well, you know what? I shouldn't just glibly make that comment because that shows actually my ignorance. I, I really don't know. See? I know Putin is... You can't trust any election that Putin has. That I know. Yeah. And I just assumed 
that Hitler and all dictators are, are the same. But I could be wrong about that. Now, in in the in the Soviet Union, is it still the Soviet Union, or is it, does he call it Russia? What's he call it? No, Soviet Union's gone. Yes. but I guess it's just but not its ideology, apparently. Uh, okay. Does he? Uh, uh, do people over there? An election denier is someone who thinks it really happened, it, that it's real, right? <laughs> right? Well, an election denier here in America is somebody who thinks the free and fair election was not free and fair. So over there, is it someone who, who says, who thinks uh, it's not? No, no, someone thinks it is, is an election denier. I, I guess it would be the same. It would be like people oh. who say... You don't think? No, Putin's elections are not real. That that would be an election denier, I guess. You know, that'd be the same. Okay. I was, by the way, I was reading a thing today by Ken Burns, uh-huh. who was uh, uh, contrasting. He was comparing DeSantis's techniques with the Soviet uh, uh, strong arm techniques, like you know, especially in regard to what he's doing with schools and. Uh-huh. Curriculum and everything else like that. Soviet techniques. Ken got a haircut. Oh, yeah, good. <laughs> <laughs> he gave up his Beatle looks, speaking of Beatles. He gave yeah. it up uh, last I saw him. You know, he's one of those guys that I think, who, I shouldn't say that, right? Because that's a, he's a person. He should be a who or whom, right? Not a that. A person shouldn't be a that. I don't want to get <laughs> Okay, we'll go so into this stuff guys. later. Listen, yeah, it should he, be it should be yeah, who I mean, yeah, grammatic, it, grammatically. Yeah, he's one of those people who gets a lot of credit for stuff that other people do. Yeah, his name has become. Uh, I'm sure there was a time when he sat alone there with his brother because his brother, first of all, doesn't get does a lot of work. I hear, and he doesn't get. It was the Burns brothers, you know. Did, oh, I didn't know that. Did, yeah, and he still works with them. He, they do documentaries, and they did documentaries. But somewhere along the way, they were starting to do two or three or four documentaries at a time, not that they would show them at the same time, but they were working on many documentaries, which meant there were many other people. They weren't just sitting around. <laughs> I mean, two guys weren't sitting around doing all that work. Hmm. It's kind of like uh, James A. Michener, who came out with uh, uh, came out with books of, um, and... and uh, in the uh, uh, 50s and 60s that were, you know, 3,000 pages or whatever. And, and he had, you know, a bunch of people working on his books. And that oh. guy today who admits he's got so many people working on his books, he, they, they, he, has, a, he has a camp in his, in his, on the grounds where the workers work and, and write his books with him. Wow. Just guys he hires to be writers and they really? Have, yes. What is his name? He's so popular. Uh, 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 and uh, James Patterson, that's his name. Oh, yeah? Him I remember. Mel Torme, I couldn't well, remember. So, you know, uh, he could he could save a lot of money, fire those people, and just get, get an AI. You don't have ah, to do it. Ah. And so we build the bridge that takes us to our topic, a, mm-hmm. AI. Yeah. I don't think he, he would. Let, let's go over this. For those who don't know about it, I, I imagine everyone should know about this right now. Let me first say that I was uh, amazed at uh, when I said, hey, it'd be funny to see what 
they do, uh, and we could use it as a promo, and it's on the blog, uh, anyone who saw it. Uh, that was written by, now what is it called exactly? What is the t- name of this? Well, the, the, program, the, the program I have is called, uh, I still call it program, that shows you how old I am. It's supposed to, I guess you call it, and most people call yeah. it an app. Yeah. It is uh, called Chatbot, what I have. Chatbot. Chatbot. And, yeah. It's uh, quite, quite amazing. And it said, yeah, you just, you emailed me. I, I thought, hey, that's a good idea. Let, us, let me try that. You said, tell it, you know, tell Chatbot to just, you know, what does it say when you put in... Uh, you forget your own name now? <laughs> well, the question, what I wrote was, uh, tell me something, chatbot, about Frank Atollo and Tom Savino. That's it. That's okay. all I said. Tell me something about Frank Atollo and Tom Savino. And within 10 seconds. 10 <laughs> seconds. It really is amazing. It said, Frank Atollo and Tom Savino are two of the leading contemporary radio broadcast and podcast talents. They have co-hosted the popular podcast, Catolo Chronicles, for several years and developed a loyal following. Frank and Tom also have several years of successful radio broadcasting experience in a variety of fields, including news, talk, sports, and music. They have become highly sought-after names. <laughs> now it starts lying, I guess. <laughs> they have become highly sought-after names in radio and podcasting, crafting content that is popular, relevant, and entertaining. And now, I was like, and and I said, oh come on, yeah. I can't believe this. I and then I I suspected that Ray <laughs> somehow Ray was involved. <laughs> I, I said Ray must have. No. Frank is just asking me this, and, and somehow Ray got hacked, chatbot, and was able to get this in. You know, what's fascinating a, uh, is what's fascinating is that there is that I, where you could trace, now you could trace things, because the internet has everything, you could trace things to us in music, you could trace things to radio. I mean, this, remember I sent you that, uh, uh, that piece that was in Billboard uh, years ago? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So they could trace stuff. But, th- but where did they come up with the information that suggests there might be more people? I mean, that we might be bigger than, they, than anyone thinks. I don't get that. <laughs> At all? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I was starting to think. What well, about well, that? Maybe, maybe because I subscribe to this, you know, for, uh, because I pay. I'm a paying customer, and, and they said, "Oh, I recognize that name, Tom Savino. He's a, he's a subscriber. <laughs> we better say something good about him." <laughs> Contemporary. I mean, it, it, how does it come up with that? It just goes out. Now, if I'm not mistaken, this goes out like a search thing, and but uh, and it's grabbing. Uh, information, however, that is recorded uh, about the topic or whatever it is you ask it, right? That's how. That's what happens. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I, again, all I said was, uh, "Tell me something about Frank Atollo and Tom Savino." That's that's it. So read the last line again, and let's let read the last line again. They have become highly sought-after names in radio and podcasting. Crafting content that is popular, relevant, and entertaining. Okay, that's uh, that must have been, that that's not. There was one about highly. What was the highly sought after? What, what? Highly sought. Yeah, they have become highly sought after names in radio and podcasting. 
and and what's amazing about this too is that um, I've re- it's been recorded on uh, the internet here and there. I've approached people who've talked about uh, you know the beginnings of internet radio, and um, and knowing the few people who were involved in it, and uh, and then some of those people, of course, asked me. The, it, the history is wrong. Everywhere I go, the history doesn't involve Ampcast. It doesn't involve uh, the, uh, the guy in Alaska. I forgot his name. These, these few people who were doing this uh, live early on. Uh, so how does it say there for years? Well, I mean, years are years. But why doesn't it come up with that? Why doesn't it, why does it come up? In other words, what's not there is that Cotolo Chronicles was the first internet live internet talk show yeah I mean, why isn't that you know what i'm saying and yet it it knows it's highly sought after in fact <laughs> i had to keep the lights off all night last night there were so many people <laughs> knocking my door <laughs> my post office box you know it's too small you gotta get a bigger i don't uh, i don't understand but let's look at this now uh, through that because everybody will be. You remember when search engines came out? There was a name for it. There was a name for what people did. Uh, people would immediately look themselves up. Remember that? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I do remember that. Yeah. They called that uh, something. Um, they, you know, it was a process. They called it something. Yeah. Um, and um, so, what's fun about this is that it. Uh, oh, there was another one. There were com- some other gadgets that did things. Uh, do you, did you ever have an Alexa in your house? No, me neither. No. Me neither. I have I because I have Apple. I have a Siri. Oh, is that the same thing? It's kind of well. No, Alexa is much more versatile. Okay. Uh, Siri, I could just pretty much Siri. I could just ask it questions, and it tells me. Uh, it gives me answers. <laughs> And I, I, I guess kind of like the spot thing, but you know. Yeah, because it's picking up stuff and saying it, uh, yeah. which is different than writing it. Because we, we'll, we'll look into that difference there too. But uh, I never. There were always these little gadgets here and there that I would uh, try to. Since the internet started, you would I would try to uh, push by doing weird things, try to catch it. You know, doing, yeah. doing stupid things. And I, I said, you know, I'm not getting one. I am not getting one of these Alexas. If I need something, I'll look at a search engine because I would just sit there and say, <laughs> I can play this. <laughs> I wouldn't be able. <laughs> I would either try to trick it or I would be, I would try. It would get to the point where it would go, oh, shut up, Frank, you know, or something. <laughs> well, th- you know, that that's it's actually very interesting. You brought up an interesting point about all this. Is because uh, that writer from the New York Times, you know, the, the the bot started getting personal. I mean, he didn't even go there, but the bot did, and said, you know, how could it do you'll that? Never be, you'll never be happy in your marriage. How could that happen? I mean, because uh, you love me. Oh yeah, well, you think that was that that actually happened? Yeah. Well, I don't. <laughs> Why? Unless, unless the New York Times is lying. What I could mean, it be looking at? Uh, it's not looking at emails. I mean, because you got to figure if it's getting stuff that's there and recorded, where is that? Where's the source? What, what yeah. is it looking at that gets personal? How? 
I, you know, I, I don't, uh, and I'm sure the person who wrote that was also on under, you know, I don't know. I, um, is anybody t uh, coming up with any of these answers? If you do, by the way, out there, uh, write to us, fcatolo at yahoo.com, at TJ Savino. If, if he has any more room for his followers, you can get him <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> Uh, so so let's uh, let's talk about this now. As uh, the first thing I heard about it, it came out was the stuff about oh now people are going to cheat in school and they're not going to write things and they're not therefore they're not going to learn English. First of all, how accurate as as a uh, English teacher of uh, all those years and uh, how accurate is even the paragraph about us or I mean is it. Can you look at it and grade it? Hmm. Could you grade it? Well, that pa the paragraph about us, if, if anyone just saw the paragraph about us, there would be no problems with it in terms of um, grammar and syntax and, and that. And uh, so it's, it's pretty good. But it's pretty good with grammar and syntax. Uh, then it gets to, you know, is it accurate? Are the facts accurate? And then, then you'd have to know the person. Now, I saw a segment on 60 Minutes last week ah. where Leslie Stahl was uh, doing the segment on this AI. And they put they asked it, uh, tell us about Leslie Stahl. And it said, Leslie Stahl is a broadcaster. Who's who's been a broad who's been a broadcaster is a broadcaster and journalist with NBC oh. for twenty years, you know, and is like whoa, you know. And she said, "Well, no, nah, I'm not on NBC. I'm on CBS, yeah. and I've never been on NBC." And uh, the guy, you know, had a kind of a lame explanation about it. It's like, well, you know, it's uh, we're still we're still working. We're, we're fine tuning it, you know. So it's not accurate. In fact, right after we, uh, right after I put in the prompt, tell us something about Tom Savino and Frank Atolo, I said I'm going to put in my daughter's name, and just I said tell me something about, tell me about Shannon Maya Smith, who lives in Ogden, Utah, and it said Shannon Maya Smith is an Ogden, Utah-based entrepreneur and lifestyle blogger, who focuses on natural health and spirituality. She has a degree in health education from we from Weber State University, and is certified holistic health and acupuncture and aromatherapy. Uh, she, I'm sorry, and she is a, she is certified in holistic health and aromatherapy. She has a passion for helping people discover balance through an integrative health and wellness lifestyle. Shannon is an active advocate. Of encouraging, for encouraging and inspiring others to embrace yoga and meditation into their everyday lives. She has been featured in, this is just one more sentence, she has been featured in, in publications such as NBC's affiliate news magazine, The Huffington Post, Spiritual Self Help. Additionally, Shannon is a certified yoga teacher and has taught yoga classes at the Academy of Yoga in Utah and local events in Ogden area. Shannon is passionate about using her creativity to share spiritual insights and knowledge, helping people find balance and peace within themselves. <laughs> nothing, nothing about that is true. Really? Nothing. Yeah. I mean, Shannon, 
Could now, there be I, another one? There could be another person with it. Right? I, I yeah. contacted Shannon. I sent, I sent what they said to Shannon, and I said, "Do you have like a secret life?" And she wrote back and she says, "Wow." She said, "Boy, is this wrong." I mean, she does live in Ogden, Utah. She is not an entrepreneur. She is not a blogger. Wow. She's definitely not into spirituality. I mean, she's like the most dogmatic atheist I know. You know. Uh, uh, natural health, well, I don't, you know, she's as into it as like any person might be, but she's not, you wouldn't say that. She does not have a degree in it. And it was just wrong all over the place. Unless, unless there is another Shannon Maya Smith in Ogden, Utah. Uh, not, you know, Shannon Smith is not the most, uh, the weirdest name. Yeah. You know, yeah. although I did say Shannon Maya Smith. Did uh, okay, so we have there's two things I want to say about this. Number one, and uh, something that's uh, uh, remind me, I'll do number number one first and number two second because that's the order. <laughs> but you t the other one has something in common. But uh, why? Let me ask you, did you uh, re did you do it again? Uh, and uh, or could you have asked it, how many Shannon Myers Smiths are there in? Could you ask it that? I could. I could ask it right now. Hold on a second. <laughs> this is good. So you, you know, we'll find out ways to hey, use this. Huh? How uh, many? Yeah. <laughs> it would be good if I spelled. I said who many? <laughs> how many? How many? Yeah, you're on Catola Chronicles with uh, TJ at TJ Stavino on Twitter, and uh, me Frank Catola. Uh, there's a long history behind us. Don't don't start searching. You never know what you'll find. But let's see uh, about this. Oh, now, now, by the way, this might... Um, oh, you won't hear it because I have headphones on. But uh, it usually it usually answers... As it's writing it out on the screen, it answers verbally. So. Oh, so wow, the whole kit and caboodle. The whole kit and caboodle. That's redundant. The kit and the and caboodle. The caboodle. Yeah. <laughs> never seen the part. That, that, that raises the other question. Does Leslie Stahl ever turn over? That's oh, it's a, oh, it's uh, is giving up. Is it? It is not possible to answer this question accurately without oh. more information, such oh. as a age and gender of the individual in, in question. Oh, oh, so that one, it's impossible. Then, but the other one, we can give you. It's incorrect from the beginning to end. <laughs> yeah, we'll just give you all the incorrect information about. It. Unless it's correct about someone, and it did not separate that person from the others named that. Yeah. Right? Well, <laughs> you know, you see, immediately all I want to do is have fun with this thing. I, I, yeah. But, but people are—we could do that till time immemorial, but l let's talk about it. Now, here's the other thing. Thanks mm -hmm. for reminding me. The thing that's uh, similar is that I notice it takes care in how— it presents this information. Maybe this is a key to why we are in so in such demand or what have you, because it, it interpreted a volume of information, uh, you know, uh, related to us somewhere. We don't know where it's getting uh, these things, and and then may, turned that into uh, into a positive. Wouldn't say it was any negative. Turned it into a positive. And what I'm saying is, you're never going to get. I bet if you put in Al Capone, 
Al Capone, as a young boy growing up in Iowa, was, you know, the, you know was ambitious and authoritative. I mean, <laughs> I mean imagine if, I, I mean, they're not going to say anything uh, like a you know, murderous, uh, horrible, you know, aggr- aggressive, uh, and his parents were terrible. He's, you see what I'm saying? If, yeah. if there's anything actually bad there, will it reveal that or will it also say... Uh, say something nice. Is it programmed only to be politically correct? Well, no, that uh, that's interesting because um, Leslie Stahl on her uh, sixty minute thing brought up the the incident with the seat uh, with the um, New York Times writer, the one where the where the bot said. You'll never be happy in your marriage. <laughs> oh, you have to leave her and because yeah. I love you. She brought up. The, you know that issue, and and uh, the the guy from uh, Microsoft said we are fixing that by limiting the uh, limiting. I he was they're limiting something. I don't remember <laughs> questions that could. The they need to put a limiter on this. That's what. Uh, yeah. A, well, yeah, because they seem to know how it picks it up, picks this stuff up. Yeah, that wasn't. You're right. That wasn't positive. What was positive for the bot? Because <laughs> I yeah. told you to come with me. <laughs> so some... hey, last last night on uh, Colbert show, Stephen Colbert, they used an AI to generate to generate uh, what like Ron DeSantis's voice. Oh. Okay, so they they had. I'm sorry, no, not Ron DeSantis. Uh, Tucker Carlson. They said. Uh, read read this in Tucker Carlson's voice, and it developed Tuck, Tucker Carlson's voice. I mean, you, it's like, man, you, you, if you didn't know, you would think it was Tucker Carlson's voice. And it was kind of weird because they they uh, the joke you know the joke was uh, we actually want to hear Tucker Carlson say this, so so we got the AI to read it. I mean, it was an actual quote from from Tucker Carlson. But it was never heard before. It was only read, so they well, thought it would be it'd be funny to have people hear it. You know? That that is the uh, audio side of uh, being fake. Of course, we know about deep fakes. That's been around a long time now. Yeah, but then but they're getting like really weird. Yeah, yeah. Which does you don't have to do anything with the vocals. You just find a person, right? And then you put the other person, you know, someone else who obviously wouldn't say it or whatever you want to think said it. And you put their yeah. face on there. And it's uh, what I've seen is uh, from the first one I saw, uh, it has just uh, uh, improved immensely. Uh, if I have to use an adverb, right? Because it's horrible. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's incredible, the defakes. But that is just visual. This being uh, audio, uh, I mean, they have a long way to go to get to that, uh, you know, the uh, the Spielberg Kubrick movie there. The uh, you know the little boy who is AI. Uh, uh, <laughs> you know, I wonder can, if your AI can be ADD or can you be? <laughs> Maybe AI is ADD. ADD AI. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I. And I don't know, uh, but I, I don't want to get into my picky area of uh, of, uh, of uh, digital and other English things. But the, the whole idea from the beginning, I heard, 
Artificial is the adjective. Intelligence is is the subject, right? Artificial intelligence. This doesn't work for me. If it's intelligence, by definition, it's it can't be fake. Artificial means fake, doesn't it? Yeah. So it's fake smartness. It's fake. It's artificial, but artificial is different than fake. See, deep fakes makes more sense to me than artificial intelligence because artificial intelligence is, uh, it still would be intelligence, but it's coming from an artificial force, from artificial source, correct? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's intelligent. So it can be artificial intelligence. Uh, see, I, I said I didn't want to get into it. I get into it. Let's go back to this. Now, the thing is, uh, why don't you uh, look, why don't we look, why don't we try to fool it? Uh, let, let's see what it says. Now, the thing that uh, they did with the person who did something personal, that fellow who did that, obviously uh, uh, was, it became an, a one per, a one entity it became an entity is it the same entity that tells you about Tom Savino Frank Atoll that told you about that guy or, or oh, that's a good question you know, I don't know yeah. well, are they different uh, did something uh, did something ignite that particular uh, response to that fellow uh, or is it just looking up stuff I mean why would it why would it become personal uh, based on that name or that fellow or that voice did the yeah, guy? That's that's, uh, that's actually a good question. Uh, I don't know. That's an interesting thing. I mean, you know, you know how the you've experienced this, I'm sure. How over time, your computer seems to anticipate what you want. What you you know, uh, it, it makes shortcuts. I find that my computer makes shortcuts for me that that I didn't. <laughs> I didn't acknowledge. I didn't order these shortcuts, but they did them because they like they know where I'm going with this. So they they cut out all steps. They cut out a bunch of steps I don't need to get there. You, you know, it's like wow, wow. You know, so it's, it's like creating a relationship with me. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of knows me somehow. Okay, but that's but you use that. That's yours. Your you have a relationship with that particular machine. But if you just write something in and what because you subscribe to it, suddenly it it's gonna well, it's gonna know a lot about you because there's a lot out there out there, right? But just about you. Yeah. Just about yeah. so it, it can't could it <laughs> I don't know, it just could it uh so if if you but it's still one it's one app. It's not a whole bunch of apps. It's one app that does it. So if you subscribe to it, you're subscribing to the same app everybody subscribes to, correct? Yeah. Yeah. I get, yeah. How does it get personal? I don't know. That's an interesting thing. I mean, you know, Leslie Stahl was asked, kind of asking the same question, you know, that he said, well, we're working on that so that we don't with so it doesn't cross any lines <laughs> <laughs> but do you see what i'm saying about it i don't i i wonder if it can come up with something that is uh uh you know these days you know questionable it's like why did it say that or why would it not say that yeah uh and and if we could think or you have the app right there if you could think of something or we could think of something 
uh, think of something there for a second. I'll tell everyone we're at the top of the second hour here. Uh, Cotillo Chronicles, uh, TJ Savino, at TJ Savino, Tom, Joseph Savino. We, 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 a lot of guys got that middle name back in our day, didn't they? Joseph's. Joseph. Yeah, a lot of Joseph's. Probably because of the aspirin. And uh, there's something probably went over a whole bunch of people's heads. Uh, you see, I would. I uh, how much did this cost? This app? It's a monthly subscription. Oh. It's like uh, I think it was uh, nineteen. I'm, I'm just after after the show. I'm canceling it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I might keep it a while for fun or something. But uh, you know, you can cancel it. So. Ah, so that's how. So they're already making a, a bunch of money uh, with with it. Yeah, but like I was saying before, if you're a student, if you're a high school student, yeah. and you don't write well, or you hate writing, or what, it's like, <laughs> I'd spend twenty bucks a month to get this, you know. But then it's this is a nightmare for teachers, though. Okay, right? let's go there. Let's go there because how is a teacher going to know if the teacher doesn't know the uh, the stu- teachers, your teacher, you get to know these students individually in certain uh, certain depth. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So, how would you know if someone wrote something? What would be a common thing you uh, as, What's a common thing you made uh, your students write about? And then let's try to apply it to this. You don't have to give yeah. real names, but let's say uh, you know there, there are people. Uh, well, that, what not kind of knocked me out was that. I heard this on NPR, and and on NPR, they asked the bot a question that I've actually used in my class before. It's like, well, what oh, is the, the Gatsby one? It's just the Gatsby one. Yeah, it was like, what does the green light symbolize in the novel The Great Gatsby? So, you know, it, it just rattled off these five paragraphs. I said, I said, write a five paragraph. Essay. This is like my assignment. You know, write, five paragraphs. I mean, well, write a five co- paragraph essay. Well, it's from a curriculum probably that is from a lot of different places, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Absolutely. And, it, and, you know, again, within, you know, 10, 15 seconds, it just wrote a five paragraph essay on it. And it was like, you know, Cheryl and I were sharing it together and we said, yeah, you know, I'd give this a, a B. C plus or a B, you know. Um, I, now, I asked it another thing about John Steinbeck's The Pearl, mm. and it, it gave me another good answer, but when but in, when they gave me the audio, it kept pronouncing Steinbeck's name as, as Steinbeck. <laughs> you know, well, yeah, hey, let me tell you, this, uh, 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 this attached this to this. I, I was listening to a... Uh, uh, one of those YouTube short documentary. It was about the songs that Ray Davies from the Kinks wrote for other artists in England. I didn't know there were that many, okay? Uh-huh. So it gets to a point where it said, it said uh, uh, the, the career of a certain teenage idol singer, uh, I'm gonna answer, uh, you know, wasn't, wasn't going well and he decided to record one of these songs that was popular in England. His name was Bobby Riddle. Mm, okay. They couldn't say Rydell. They, ah, Bobby ah. Riddle. Oh, they, they, so, so, yeah. Yeah, so someone didn't know. How does that happen? That's not a difficult uh, 
a letter or sound? So that's the kind of thing you're talking about. Yes, that's exactly the yeah. kind of thing I'm talking about. Yeah. This is, you know, it it was kind of ironic that it gave me a, a, a like a C or a B essay uh, in 15 seconds, but it couldn't pronounce Steinbeck. <laughs> How did it say Steinbeck? Steinbeck. Steen. It's so. How oh, that? Yeah, I mean, not knowing. Uh, how these things actually work with zeros and ones. I don't know how that comes about, but we just found two uh, two pieces of misinformation in there. Yeah, pronunciation yeah. could be considered. You're talking about a, a book written by a guy. And I don't even don't even say the name of the guys. So the kids, this would be a dead giveaway. Kids walking around going, "It's a Steenbeck's book." I he's <laughs> yeah. trying to be. <laughs> Mate, you know what? Hey, that's it. That's that's a clue. Instead of handing in your essays, read it orally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would that would tell. Have you been saying this, uh, Steenbeck? You know, I had a I had a great. Uh, I, nobody liked her, but she was an English teacher. I think it was the eighth grade, and we were uh, studying Taming of the Shrew, uh, Shakespeare, and uh, she kept saying, you know, read this, read that, read this, and read that, and she was pissed at one point, Mrs. Weinberg. I couldn't remember Mel Torme. I remember Mrs. Weinberg. <laughs> Mrs. Weinberg said, uh, she, uh, she said, you better read these, uh, read these chapter, this chapter. And the kids didn't do it. Or they said they did and they lied or what have you. So she said, you better read them because there's going to be a test. And that test that's coming up like a tomorrow or the next day or whatever uh, will have, you know, weigh heavily on if you fail or or pass this course. So everybody's, oh, I got a lot of catching up to do, right? All right, so then, and came time for the test. Put all the books away, everything like that. She said, the test has one answer, one question, and one answer. She said, spell Shakespeare. <laughs> Is that brilliant or what? <laughs> I would never forget that. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> <laughs> That's very funny. That is, and, you know, and, and coincidentally, it, we're on the same wavelength here. While you were relaying that very funny story to the Catola uh, Chronicles audience, <laughs> I asked the bot to write a Shakespearean sonnet about rain. Uh -huh. And this is what it said: Rain. Thou art our most merciful bearer of life. The droplets that fall like a wet and gentle kiss, bringing with them the promise of growth so rife, stirring up life in the atmosphere like a hiss. The sight of the clouds looming oh so sublime, bringing with them a certain tranquil light, turning the grasses so soft and sublime, making me feel a calm so infinite and bright. When the thunder rolls and fierce crackles erupt, a shiver then goes through my person. But when rain falls heavy, such lovely spect, bringing a moment of peace, I can finally discern. For rain is a reminder from heaven above that a fresh start is handled with gentle love. <laughs> Bye. Does it say? I no, it doesn't say. You Spill? know, I just, I just, oh. I just said write a Shakespearean sonnet. Hey, I don't know if that's a sonnet. Is it? Is that the correct? Isn't it four, four, and it's A B A B? I don't think that even works. 
in the in a it is it is a b it is a b a b a b a b no it's a b a b c d c d c d e f e f and then g g or something right right yes and that's correct that did it did yeah i followed it yeah all right, so it has the, the yeah. right? in Shakespeare, about he speak. How can what I gotta say, pronounce Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> it does. Uh, so the voice they don't, they haven't um, uh, they have not uh, uh, perfected the voice in uh, in the uh, uh, metaphor metaphoric way in terms of although that's closer than. Uh, uh, well, I don't know what then. What else have we? What else has it done in writing? You'd know this better. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else has it done in writing that flirts with it being mechanical or not smart or not? Uh, not. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, uh, certainly not creative. It, it can't be creative, can it? That wasn't creative. Well, that's. I mean, that's that's kind of why I asked it to write a Shakespearean sonnet, you know. But uh, and it and it. It's like wow! It blew, you know blew me. Now this is, I think Shakespeare would have thrown this sonnet out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but nevertheless, you know, for uh, for a nine second <laughs> production, it's like wow, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um. But now, if I were a teacher now. And I'm telling you, this would be a nightmare to me. Well, you were talking about Wikipedia earlier, mm-hmm. and Wikipedia developed while I was a teacher. Okay. And that that became an issue with uh, teachers. Yes. So you know, it's like for for plagiarism, it's like don't, you know, we're gonna we we will check Wikipedia, and see you know if you plagiarize from Wikipedia. Now, if you get if you go on Wikipedia. That's not prohibited. I mean, after all, this is not Florida or anything. I mean, if you want, <laughs> we're not banning it. If you want to go on Wikipedia and you get good information, you have you would have to like find the source of that information if you wanted to use it in a paper or something, because you'd have to cite the source and the cite the citation better not be Wikipedia, you know. But if you found oh if you found something oh boy this is interesting I where wonder where they got this from on Wikipedia then you have to find like the original source of it yeah you know? but yeah but we had those problems with Wikipedia but it was kind of easy to trace because we could just go on Wikipedia and read it but this bot thing and here's what I would do if if I were teaching today I kind of know my students enough to know if they're capable. Of, <laughs> of putting two grammatical sentences together, mm. and I, you know, I would be like suspicious if all of a sudden they came up with something like the the uh, the green light and Gatsby or the per- the pearl. So I could, you know, I could tell that way. And the other thing I would do, and I, I thought of you when I thought of this solution. Mm. You remember? Do you remember what you did in in? Uh, one of our English classes in college. What I did? <laughs> yeah. Is that, is that broadcastable? <laughs> it was the assignment was on Poe, and and oh. you wrote a musical play. That wasn't Poe. It I, wasn't? Thoreau. The Tintinabulation of the Bells? Did I do that? Or I know I did in college. I did uh, uh, Thoreau. Yeah. 
Yeah, it wasn't okay. tintinabulation. Is there a... Is there a song? Are you kidding? I still remember the teachers like he was just in awe. Yeah, it was Walden. Walden. I wrote a musical of Walden. Okay, maybe it was Walden. But it was Walden. I I could hear him saying, like, remember that guy with a weird voice he had? Tin (laughs) tenabulation. That's right. The table he was teaching us probably put it up. (laughs) Double (laughs) Oh, that. Actually said double N. Yes. It was. It's like, oh my! These are the kind of things you're never gonna get from something uh, uh, from AI. Sorry, you're never gonna get a voice that would say T I N T I double N. Yeah, double N. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I but did. What I was no, I was thinking of like uh, how how uh, I, I I would change my assignments. I think for to to being more creative things. Like, oh yeah, you know, oh, like that. Yeah, yeah. Write a play or or uh, get up with the other students and uh, work and and produce a little scene, like a dramatic scene, that illustrates the meaning of the green, you know, the green light or something, something like that, where they can't they can't uh, fudge it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, could you ask it to create something? Well, but you could ask it to create something that would be creative. You just asked it to write. Uh, a sonnet that was the in the style of Shakespeare. It it performed a creative process, didn't it? It did, yeah. Okay, so uh, what what about your kids? I mean, weren't they at the scholastic level to be able to write do something creative? Whether if it was oh sure sure okay yeah, so that, then that, what am I but that, what I'm saying that well, when I was teaching was before AI bots so. How would I know? You know, so like for we have teachers have enough problems as, as it is. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah. It's true. That's true. To um, have to like say, "Oh my God, is, is this is this from an AI bot or not?" You know. So know. have you? Uh, like I said, when uh, when new new things like this come out, you try to. Uh, I always try to play with it and fool it, and that, of course, makes it worthless in the end because then it just becomes a, you know, a toy. Uh, I never thought of using it, something like that. But uh, have you done anything to trick it? Have you done anything to try and, uh, su- you know, subvert it from its? Uh, no, okay. I haven't. Let's the, do so. The, the only time thing that just tonight <laughs> yeah. was the only time it said it's not possible to answer that question. Okay. You know, without more information, such as the age and gender of the individual in question. Okay, but, but that, but that's a denial. That's just such a not a denial. That's a uh, that's just a statement saying I can't do this. Right. How can we trick it into doing something? Yeah, let's let's see. Yeah, I don't know. Um, um, ask it like, like we mentioned Al Capone. Uh huh. So so ask it to uh, ask it this. Ask it uh, to uh, um, what? I don't know what the history of no, what is the. Uh, how many operas did Al Capone write? How about that? He never <laughs> something that is incongruous in its meaning. It's just a funny, but would it come up with something? Well, let's let's ask it. How okay. many operas? <laughs> or, or or instead of how many, let's say. Uh, Go ahead. What was Capone's best opera? <laughs> you got to say Al Capone because it, it could oh, yeah. be a Capone guy out there who does music. We don't know. What is Al Capone's? Most nice. famous. We're not endorsing this to you people out there. Uh, maybe <laughs> as a as a fun toy, and you know, if it turns out to be that, that'd be great. 
<laughs> but, you know. What is Al Capone's most famous opera I wrote? Okay. Al, Al Capone never composed an opera. <laughs> it says that? Don't get smart with me. <laughs> no, it didn't say that. It did, it did. It said that. <laughs> so you couldn't fool it. Not on this one. Wow. Okay. Okay. So you're just getting sassy, though. <laughs> you got to keep searching. You know, there's a uh, one of the formats I do. You know, I do these uh, a monthly, not monthly, I do weekly blogs for uh, SRN Media Works, right? Yeah. And they're just like one page, funny things, right? And, and the ones I love to do the most are, uh, are, are, includes like, what if the Dadaists, you know, you know, because we're big Dada fans, right? What if Dadaists wrote world history? You know, mm. what would world yeah. history be like? And, you know, it's, I, I, it takes me a long time to run because I'm too busy laughing because it's so, it, it's a, it's, it's, I, I've never seen it done like before. So I guess, I, you know, I, I invented, or I should say, created a, a format that'll work, you know, in any possible uh, subject. I did, Amer yeah. I did American history. I did, uh, you know, <laughs> and just to me, it's hilarious. So people probably reading and going, I don't get it. But, and it's a one joke thing, but it continually, it's continually funny. Uh, how, how could, uh, could you do something like that? Uh, you know, how would, uh, we don't have to do the data. We could do, uh, how would, uh, in other words, can it speculate? How would Picasso... Uh, have uh, designed, I think, it's something he didn't design or or, uh, or or came close to. You know, what Picasso is known for this, but how would he have done that? Did, in other words, can it come mm, up with yeah. a, a concept of how the, that particular person in history? Because where would that be? But it would be not. Where would it, I mean, where would they pick up that stuff? Right? How would? Or, or do you have to command it? Like, please write, like you did with Shakespeare, please write how, uh, write the lyric, uh, like, <laughs> the well, I, could just, I could just answer, ask it a question like I did before. Like, okay. what is Al Capone's most famous opera? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Never composed an opera. <laughs> you know, it was, it was, your subscription has now been denied. Your check is in the mail for the remainder of time. <laughs> Give up, fuck you. I'm waiting for it to say, stop messing with me. <laughs> yeah, that's what I want to do. And bring it to the edge. Uh, ask, see, let's see how it could create and not just... I had a, here's a question. How would Picasso... How would Picasso... How would Picasso have painted the Mona Lisa? Okay. <laughs> Here we come. And... And the answer is... <laughs> how would... It is impossible to say for certain as painting styles vary from artist to artist. However, However okay. <laughs> Picasso's works are often recognizable for their distortion of the human figure and use of abstract shapes along with bright colors and strong lines. It is likely that Picasso's Mona Lisa would be highly abstracted with an emphasis on distortion line and color Rather than realism. Okay, they did. Damn, it. this is a good answer. Yeah, it is. That's a yes. That's a fat. That's a that's a great answer. That's a great <laughs> answer. <laughs> but you did painting to painting, so right? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I, I could ask it. I How, could ask it anything. Could paint. Uh, what if uh, Picasso? Uh, 
What? <laughs> why don't we take some? Why don't we take, wait a second before you took? Uh, what'd you take? You took? Uh, you made the? What was it? Which was the first one you did again? I can't remember that. It had to do with Mel Torme. No, it, Mel Torme. No, no, no. What was the first one you did? Uh, with the with the oh box? Shakespeare you did Shakespeare you did Shakespeare I said write a Shakespearean sonnet about ring yeah what about Picasso what if Picasso <laughs> wrote um, you got to think of a, a like a, a Bob Dylan lyrics right Bob Dylan lyrics <laughs> as a Picasso what would you know so now I got Picasso who paints can he write. What? Like, this is uh, this is highly complex. Let's see. I know. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I was about to say, please write. I'm saying, I'm, I'm saying, like being being very polite with this bot. Right? I'm not gonna boss it around. Get <laughs> <laughs> right, that, right, Desolation Row. There's a there's a, a song with some lyrics that are uh, uh, artistic, if nothing else. Uh, write, what if what if Picasso? A, yeah, write a write, song like a write, write a Dylan song uh, lyric. Write a Bob Dylan type song lyric. If it were written by as, Pablo as Picasso. If you were Picasso. <laughs> <laughs> and it can't be impossible. It should be able to do like I do the Dada stuff, right? Shouldn't it? Well, let's we'll say write a Bob Dylan type song lyric as. If you were Picasso, here we go. No. <laughs> Write a Bob Dylan type song lyric as if you were Picasso. Verse one. <laughs> it's there? You're kidding. Yeah. Okay, go. My mind is a raging river running wild, breaking boundaries of what the world can understand. See the masterpieces I create still revered today, filling people's hearts with visions they can't deny. And as a chorus, I am Picasso, paints a picture that'll last. Take me beyond the canvas, immortal in the past, feeling inspired, that spark of creativity. It's the spark that will make artistry live eternally i gotta say it's not very good <laughs> but no, but that but it did it it, it yeah it, okay it okay okay <laughs> this see i this would be such a time waster for me because i would sit around <laughs> you know i would just say okay <laughs> it's like a game you know i'm surprised milton bradley didn't buy this app uh yeah Hey, um, let me ask you. Let, let me ask you this, and we could ask. I don't want to say it too loud; it'll hear me. We'll yeah. ask the bot this: like, who, you know, what's the winner in the fourth race <laughs> <laughs> at Yonkers tonight? Would it? Yeah, know that? yeah. Give me like a race that's coming up or something uh, that you know. Oh, you mean the name of a race? Yeah, like uh, well, you say who can who's who will we don't even know who's in who, it. Who they do don't you, even know who's in these big race. Who will win the Kentucky Derby this year? Okay, let's huh? see that. Yeah. Or you could ask it about Sunday. You could ask it about the Oscars. Oh yeah, that's ask okay. it let's about do the that. Oscars. Yeah. yeah. What picture? What? What movie? How do you do it? Right? What film will win? Best 
Wait, I have to change. <laughs> I, I got to edit my own stuff. Oh, what movie will win best film at <laughs> this year's oh, God. Oscars? This is too much. This is a whole podcast in itself. Every week you could do this. This is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. You can only give us a, a piece of the profits. Go ahead. And if we use the if we use the audio, we could actually have it speak, you know. Wow. The 20, 2020 Oscars. 2020? Whoa. Oh, big mistake here by oh. chatbot. The 2020 Oscars have yet to take have yet to take place. Whoa. So there's no definite answer to this question. Wow. This is like smoke, smoking weed or something. This is like what a student would say on weed. <laughs> <laughs> see, uh, let, let's see if it could first. Uh, I'm just wondering if it could if it could present what what I did with the Dada stuff. Right. Uh, how would uh, the uh, how did I put it? What would it be? The, my big, I just went to one of my things. How would a biography read if written by the art and literature movement based on deliberate irrationality and the negation? Traditional artistic values, uh, you know, the Dada, the Dada movement. How would they write? Because they wrote stuff. They didn't just do art. So uh, I wonder what it would come up with by comparison to what I did. Uh, and I just turned to one of them I have, which is Alexander the Great. How would it, uh, the, uh, uh, could we say, how would uh, someone, uh, someone from the Dada movement uh, write? Uh, let me write it. How would someone from the from Dada movement uh, Dada. write uh, a short bi biography of Alexander the Great? Let's say. Let's use. Wow, listen to this. Listen to this typing. It's bum, 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 bum. That's got big, big sounds. How would someone from the Dada movement write a short biography <laughs> of what? Alexander the Great. Alexander. <laughs> the idea of it, Great. Oh my. Go ahead. Hang on. Okay, here we go. How would someone from the Dada movement write a short biography of Alexander the Great? Alexander the Great was an incredible leader who lived from 357 to 323 BC and conquered some of the largest empires of the time. He was the son of Philip II of Macedon, Macedon and was uh, tortured by the famous philosopher Aristotle. I didn't know that. <laughs> Alexander inherited an army from his father and used it to create an enormous empire stretching from Greece to India. His military conquests are legendary for his use of strategy. But it's not. It's not. This it. is like this is a biography. Of, yeah. Uh, so, right. As opposed to I just read you the first paragraph of mine. Uh -huh. Alexander the Great. Alexander the Great. <laughs> Sorry. I'm good. Take a breath. This is what I would have expected, which is, you know, how I interpreted it based on real. And if that guy would have written it, Alexander the Great began as Alexander the Good at best. <laughs> and worked hard to become the king of Macedon. He was only a 20-year-old when crowned king, but he stained his minerals all the same. <laughs> all the same. 
He assembled an army, batteries not included, to invade <laughs> nearby <laughs> to invade nearby countries and break things and realized he could be king in those places too as long as his boots begged for their lives and his pets were cowards. This is what I would expect. <laughs> I mean, one more line because I cracked up to it. Alexander wanted to take over the world but had no idea how big it was and where he would put it if it was conquered. <laughs> you know, that's what I expect. That would be taking, like I said before, just taking it from, I, you know, you don't have to be that smart. Just, it, it just, but you got to be more creative than smart. You have to know facts and you screw up the facts, right? Yeah. It didn't do so, that. You said, no, it, it just gave you like an ordinary biography. Yeah. It's just totally disregarded. Oh, we're getting it. The Dada. We are hitting it. If you asked it, what was the Dada movement? What would it say? Just gonna, I went, ask well, that that's, that's probably an easy one for yeah. it, but let's see. That's what? an easy <laughs> 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 it's like, what if the Dada movement were, uh, only only uh, consisted of drag queens? What would it say? <laughs> right? I mean, uh, you, if you're going to have fun with it, she wouldn't last more than a one-month subscription for me. Because <laughs> What was the Dada movement? The Dada movement, also known as Dadaism, <laughs> yeah. was an avant-garde art movement that generated in... That originated in Zurich, Switzerland, during mm. World War I. Yeah. The movement was founded by a group of artists and poets who rejected the logic, reason, and aestheticism of contemporary culture in order to create works of art that displayed chaos, nonsense, and irrationality. Okay, right. Dada was a reaction to the barbarism of the world war, and was meant to be a protest against institutionalized violence and nationalism. So, In addition yeah. to visual arts like painting, collage, and sculpture, the movement encompassed poetry, performance, and theater. Yeah. Its influence was continued to be felt in the artistic world, and Dada is often seen as a precursor to movements such as surrealism and pop art. Okay, yeah, that's not, uh, it's not the data you and I know and love. It's just, an, <laughs> it's just a, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, it's, have you so, seen, what, well, go ahead. What seems to me, you know, even just playing around with it yeah. now with these questions is it, it <laughs> understandably and, and thankfully, right. it's, there's a kind of lifelessness that, that it, it illustrates or you know mm. puts forth the answers are kind of lacking in life and yeah so so we got it on i think we it, we got it on uh if we can't get it on grammar and stuff and i'm sure we can here and there but the, but not you know in total but we do have it on creative it can't be creative unless, uh, unless you consider what it did with the shakespeare sonnet creative that's what yeah. we're trying to do with the other thing uh, and I, if I'm not, are there other examples? What about hey? How about how about uh, uh, compose an E.E. Uh, e. Cummings poem? Can it compose? It probably can, but it, but it would also have to be visual. Composed a po um, in the style of is that what? Uh, and how did you a, comp compose a poem? Make make it love poem. Make it love poem. Okay, yeah. compose. That way we have at least a, a, a genre. A love poem uh, in <clears throat> the style of 
E. E. Cummings. Now this could be this could be as funny as a Dada thing if it gets creative. But it's in, let's see, it's not going to be funny, or it's going to sound funny. Go ahead. Let's see if it. Oh, darling. <laughs> oh, darling. No, can we say no? When you're reading it, is it just a line, or is it broken up lines like he would break up his poem lines? It's you know it's 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 writing it right now at the moment I'm reading it it's just just stanzas just ordinary looking stanzas okay go ahead that's, so it's not really visually it, and what in the style like, because that's part of the style correct I yeah mean, okay go ahead read what it said though oh darling thou art my light my love boundless and bright your love is the stars in the sky it lights up my every darkened night. My heart beats with the rhythm of yours. Your tender caresses soothe my sore. <laughs> my sore, it doesn't say sore what? Your tender caresses soothe my sore. That actually is getting closer to it. Go ahead. Your, your presence is like the sun's rays. Your love warms my surrounding shores. Right, the depth, uh... the, the depths of your love, so vast and true, for your kisses. My heart is air due. The uh, love that you give, okay. so pure and grand, so divinely beautiful, I cannot stand. And then a rhyme, oh boy. If I had one wish, I'd wish for this, that we'd stay together in eternal bliss. Oh, for only with you I feel content, and in forever together, let us invest. Yeah. It's not very good. No, it's not good at all. And even if if it was broken up, it might make some kind of sense. But even then, it uh, okay. So um, uh, so we uh, we should continue to uh, try to. Can you think of anything else you could do to fool it, uh, or or make it do something you'd want? What would you want if you had this now? Listen, let me ask you if we what? can fool it. What? What can we do to fool you? <laughs> <laughs> yes, they do it. Go ahead. Oh, that would be. What can <laughs> we do to fool you? <laughs> it's gonna get personal now. Good. Let's see. What can we do to fool you? There's no foolproof way to fool me, <laughs> but there are a few things you can do that may make it more difficult for me. Mm. Firstly. <laughs> it's actually telling us how to Good. Firstly, try to be very convincing in your actions and statements. Use evidence to support your claims and try to honestly answer any questions I may have. It's also important to be authentic since it's easy to see through falsehoods. Lastly, be as creative as possible since I may have already heard the same story or seeing the same evidence multiple times. <laughs> it's expecting uh, people to ask the same thing, like write an essay or write. Yeah. And now there's another thing, too. If you said write an essay, it would have to be an essay, which, of course, is, is, a, is a certain form. Not every short mm -hmm. article is an essay. You know this. I don't have to tell you. And, and so if you asked it to write an essay, it would have to come up with, it would, maybe it would say for what, because you know what? What's the question? You know, like well, like let's let's see if I just put in write an essay. Yeah, we'll see what it does. <laughs> it, how come it doesn't have a name yet? 
Jackpot. It's called Jackpot? C-H-A-T. Oh, oh, Chat. That's not a name, though. It's not like, a, you know, Alex or, no, or no, Edna. They, they don't want I to could st- give it a name. You can? Well, let me ask it. <laughs> <laughs> can, can I give you a name? And if so... What name would would you like me to give you? Oh, man, this is so nice. Can I give you a name? And if so, what name would you like me to give you? <laughs> oh, it's going to be good, is it? The answer is no thank you. <laughs> Polite. That's it? Yep. No thank you. Whoa. I'm now asking another one. What if I called you uh, dextrose? D-E-X-T-R-O-U-S. What would it say? Just defy it now. I'm, no, thank you. Tough, tough crap. Oh, no, 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 no. What if? Don't say, say what if. Say uh, From now on. Yes. <laughs> I will address you as. And Your then, name is. What, what is it? What dextrose. D- Dextrose. It? It's D E X T R O U S. Dextrose. Des- Dextrose. Okay. Dextrose. What does it say? No, too much of you. No, thank you again. I'm gonna put it. Okay. Yes, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> This is, this, you know, we are giving this another value. They should, you know, they should have, <laughs> they, because they'll be adding things like, hey, kids, got good weed? It's, <laughs> right, get the app. And, you know, at your next weed gathering with your friends, go, <laughs> could you imagine? People would lose, people would lose their breath completely and maybe faint. Uh, and some, yeah. some of the things that you could come up with and how corroded is our point of view of life that we do this right now because <laughs> I'm thinking of the most horrible things you could possibly yeah. ask. I want to, I want, I'm going to test its, uh, they'll probably know this answer, but I'm going to test its knowledge of film. Go ahead. Yeah. Films. Uh, Just go see. to different categories. Why? Did Michael Corleone? Oh, you're asking about a fictional character without saying the character. Okay, go. Go do it that way. Why did Michael Corleone have what? Fredo killed. Killed. Okay. And I didn't mention the movie or anything else. I just said. Michael Corleone or Michael Corleone had Fredo killed because he believed that Fredo had been involved in an assassination attempt against him mm. and that he would be a danger to him and and the family in the future. He saw it as a necessary move to protect himself right. and the family from any potential danger that Fredo may cause. That's right. Good answer. Yeah. Yeah. Um now, now, how deeply? Now, there's a popular movie. How deep can we go with the movies? How, 
deeply. What's what's the significance of hot dog fingers in everything, everywhere, all at once? Oh, you can do that. Go ahead. I don't care. I don't know. I I couldn't I couldn't see all of it at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) I had a problem with that movie. Do you know that uh, a certain person that we both know, who is uh, into movies and comedy and stuff like that. I'm not mentioning his name, but you'll know who I'm talking about. Uh, when discussed that that was a, a terrific film for him. Uh-huh. Uh, and um, and I said, uh, well, you know, when someone says it's a terrific film, I always ask them to, you know, give me a personal opinion. What did it do for you? That's usually what I ask. You know, because, right? I mean, because it has to affect people differently and what have you, right? And he talked, he started talking about the multiverse, and I said, "Well, what about it?" He goes, "Well, you know, there are there are scientists who believe in the multiverse." He started going off into this Marjorie Green thing, you know. And I'm like, oh, what? Really? Are you kidding? I said, "Wait a second. Are you telling me yes?" He says, "There are multi, you know, people who." I said, "And you think there is one?" He says, "I think it's possible that there's a multiverse." Oh my God! I mean, you know, I was like, oh, "This luncheon ends now." But wow. I, I mean, uh, so that particular. Well, I mean, there are, there are. I mean, I, I don't, I do not know anything about it. But uh, the multiverse has been talked about for a long time. I think even I remember Woody Allen. Well, is that just another way of saying of talking about time travel? Yeah, I mean, it was like it's just a subject of uh, it's kind of metaphys not a metaphysical subject, but a. So back to the future, he was just skipping into multiverses, multiverses when he went to another place where it was still going on. Where... Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned that. I was watching uh, that movie that with um, it's called The West or something like that. The West. Million Ways with... to Die in the West. You're talking about that scene. What's his name is in it? Um, Seth. Seth, Seth Gr- yeah. Greenfield. No, McFarlane. Seth, See, we get names. We got... He walks into the barn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was, yeah, it was cute, but certainly a movie thing. I mean, if you never saw, yeah. if you never saw those movies, what would that be? What would you sit there and go, what? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and the bot answered me about the hot dog fingers. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. What's okay. the significance of hot dog fingers and everything everywhere all at once? In everything, everywhere, all at once. <laughs> it doesn't like why I spent my summer. How did you? I spent my summer vacation, right? Go ahead. <laughs> in, in everything, every in everything, everywhere, all at once. Hot dog fingers symbolize the idea that the narrator's experience is one of confusion, chaos, and an overwhelming number of of too many things going on all at once. Oh, so it, why and so hot? How are you supposed to know that based on the symbol being a hot dog? Yeah, that's a, you know. I mean, if a student wrote this, I would be asking the student that same question. Yeah. It's a, it, it goes. It continues. Oh, god! It is a metaphor. It's a metaphor for their chaotic life and the fact that the narrator finds it difficult to process and comprehend all the different possibilities and dimensions that exist in their world. From a hot dog finger. Now, I would if a student again, if a student yeah. wrote that, I would say, well, that's you know, you're kind of getting somewhere, I think, but you got to tell me why the hot dog, yeah, why hot dog fingers, you know, 
in, in what you're saying, you know, you're saying it's, it symbolizes chaos and confusion. And how does hot dog fingers? <laughs> yeah. Why, would, why is that confusing? Now, you could you could make it anything as long as it's in the context and you could somehow understand. I mean, if someone only ate hot dogs, you know, if there was an other reference, you couldn't just throw it in. Suppose they were screwdrivers. Would it be in the same thing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's what I that's what I mean. If you're gonna if you're going to explain the symbol, or if you attempt to explain the symbol, you got to say why. Now, by comparison, what about the green? How does it explain the green light? The green light, according to the bot, it's a uh, well. It is a it is a physical landmark. Yeah, it says. Mm -hmm. But it, it represents the unattainable dream of Daisy and the sheer impossibility of his love, as Nick Carraway says. But, quote, but Gatsby, who represented everything for which I have an unaffected scorn, did not radiate an atmosphere of greed and dishonesty. He merely thought that he would, he merely thought that he could turn back the clock of the past. Gatsby has an impossible dream of romance and wants to accomplish what is not attainable, represented by the green light. Now, what would you say if someone came in and wrote something that's saying, well, the green light, because green represents go, and, uh, it, you know, in, in modern societies, and has a lot of other symbolic uh, attachments, but, uh, uh, but uh, he wants to go. I mean, it's far away, which could represent the past, right. uh, but it's green, which means go for it anyway. Would that be a way of explaining it? Would you accept that yes, as a teacher? Yes, I would say, you know, uh, after reading this paragraph, what I just read, as impressed as I was that it, that the bot came up with this in, in 10 seconds, you know, if a student did write that, I would say, you know, you could go deeper with this. Like That's how, it, I, that's how I looked at it, because the fact that it is a green light, he didn't make it a yellow light or a red light. Right. So, I mean, what, see what you're saying is is uh, deeper and better. So, yeah. so if you wrote this but then added that, I'd give you an A. I beat <laughs> the chat app. Chat. Beat the bot. <laughs> we got it. it Why don't we? Game. We need to do this. We need to, this. This would be a. Uh, we could get some. We could get them to. Uh, no, I wonder if they would uh, sponsor it. We make money. Hey, ask it. Can we make money if we did a podcast? <laughs> Go ahead. We'll see what. Yeah, see what it says. Hey, I'm gonna say. Hey, uh, hey Dextrose. Hey, De Dextrose. <laughs> Can we make money if we did a podcast exploring the different, the the wide variety of ways? How would you put it? Ways that we could use, uh, entertaining ways we could use <laughs> you, Dextrose. I'm, I'm going to uh, Whatever, ask Whatever, right figure now. it out. Okay, figure out what you would ask it. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. We're, we're, we're into the uh, last quadrant of our... Is it... Would it be quadrant? One, two, three, four? It's an eight. What is oct... oct That's right. Octrant. I know. Well, go ahead. Uh, i got to ask the bot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no. Wait. No, no. I'm asking. I'm in the middle of asking it. Uh, yeah, asking about me. making money on this show. Uh, is it selling well? Do you know? I wonder. I wonder. I don't know. Oh, oh yes, yes. 
the the I don't know if it's this particular bot, but the, the one that they featured on NPR, it it has more subscribers than uh, than Instagram in, in like a, in three months it equaled the number of subscribers as, as, as Instagram. So you know Meta is that Meta is that the name of the company now for the Facebook Meta Meta. Yeah. So it's been asking it. How can we get more subscribers <laughs> yeah. than you? <laughs> it's, it's outrageous. I uh, I love it. I'm a nineteen dollars a month now. I I got too much to do. I'm too busy. I can't. It'll take me away. It'll distract me from everything. Literally everything. Um, did you find out? Uh, is it processing? I'm, 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 I'm still writing the question. Okay. <laughs> hey, Dextros, can Frank Atola? Wait, I, I spelled your name wrong. Frank Atola. Frank Atola. Can Frank Atola and Tom Savino make money using you on our radio show? Do you have listeners try to stump you? How about that? Okay. Why not? Sure, that uh, there'd be no. Uh... Yes, <laughs> I believe so. Yes, I believe so. As long as they have permission right. to broadcast and permission to use my services. Uh, well, mm. that that means that you and I could come up with something, approach them, and say, "Hey, listen, why don't you read?" Who who are we by your definition? And realize that we are uh, popularly what was it? Are, are constantly oh, yeah. We're, what, we're, 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 uh, what was it? We're uh, I have it up here. Highly. I mean that their definition of us uh, is a. Do you remember what it said? Uh yeah, it said uh, I have to go back up the uh, page here. Uh we're highly sought after yeah. names in radio and there you and go. Pod- there you go. I mean, it's all it's like, hey, you said it. You said yeah. we. You said listen. we're highly. We are. You want to promote your uh, your bot thing, and you can listen. Beat the bot. Beat the bot. And by the way, I what? asked the, I asked it that question as dextrose. <laughs> <laughs> so so this, it now knows itself. If, you know, if I was pitching it to the to these people, I would say, "Do you realize the depth, the 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 value, the extra value we put on it? You you're doing only information. You're looking just at, at the brain. You know, the intelligent thing, the academic thing. We've created an entertainment <laughs> monster here." <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and you know, we could even say, you know, in places where weed is legal, how could you have a weed party and not have an app chat? <laughs> I mean, come on. And, we, uh, you know, if somebody goes and does this now, I gave away a lot of ideas over the last two decades. But if somebody goes and do, does this, does this, if somebody <laughs> does it do now, this. we're going to sue the living daylights out of them. Uh, good God, could you imagine? What would they give us? Who owns this place? Let's, let's do this now. We're documenting it right here on the air. <laughs> Who owns this? What is the name of the company? Let's write it down. I mean, how far could this actually go? Let's see. Write this down. Hey, Dextros. <laughs> and then, wouldn't it be funny? Because, like I said, you could call me Dex. 
<laughs> Wouldn't that be hilarious? Let's see what, uh, let me get a piece of paper here and I'll look up, get some information going. Hey, Dextros, who owns the company Chatbot? Chatbot is a product of the artificial intelligence company BotMD Incorporated. Okay, B-O-T, what, what's, it, what's the other one? MD. MV? Like, like, a, like a doctor. Oh, medical, MD. MD. Oh, does it have periods? No, no periods. Oh. Bot, Bot MD. Space, yeah. MD, capital M, capital D, comma, incorporated. <laughs> you said that like T-I, double N, T-I-N, double N. Tin, tin, ambulation. The chat, it's called Chatbot, period, that's it? Just Chatbot? Chatbot. Chatbot is owned by Bot MD Incorporated. That's right. Of, well, I guess how, they have a website. How we contact Chatbot? How may we contact? That's them now. <laughs> They're listening Bot, to the show. How can we contact Bot MD Incorporated? Lord likes to preach to Tom Savino and Frank and Tolan would say both of us at the same time. It would say. You can contact BotMD Incorporated. Okay. By phone. Good. Give it. Give me that phone number. You got a pen here? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm writing down, man. Uh, by phone at 888. Oh, that's your land. Go ahead. Not 818. 888-888. No. Yeah, 888. Oh, that's a free line. There's a free line. Okay, go ahead. 888-888. 886-7984 or by email wait hold at, on 886 8, wait 888-886-7984 or by email or by email at info at botmd.com info at bot no no spaces bot no M spaces no periods all small botmd.com okay dot com you can also visit their website. Website. Let's have it. It's called? At www.botmd.com yeah. Bot. for more contact information. Okay. Well, here's a number of things that would be worth take a couple of minutes to look into. I wonder if someone has done this already, though. you got to look at That's the first thing. Has anyone? Hey, ask it. Has anybody done Because it said yes. Maybe someone already is making money on it. Wow. But... Beat the bot with beat. Tom Savino and Frank Catola. <laughs> it's time to play beat the bot. Um, you know, like that would go. I mean, you know, it could go on Reddit. It could go on uh, just go on any number of places. Would take it. Maybe even maybe even SRM Media Works would say, "Hey, it is an idea. We'll bring in some money there." It's been a long time, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Isn't about time we uh, something went on here. Maybe we should get uh, get get some involved. Well, I'll see how far I can go with that. Dexterous. I got to write this down in case I forget <laughs> what we call the Dex R O U S. Not even a name, and it doesn't go. It didn't say there is no name. Technically, there is no name. Dexterous. I think it was just submitting to my uh, demands yeah. or will. So it does get uh, submissive in that case. Huh? Well, in that case. Yeah. It's, even the way it answered is it yes fine <laughs> yeah, I know I know that you read it with attitude but that's how you would read that on the script <laughs> yes fine it's like you know, the, yeah if it was like oh my god yes you would read it differently right it was like oh my from god now, I, said, I said from now on your name is Dextrose okay <laughs> yeah fine, it's fine. <laughs> oh, man. whatever it didn't say whatever oh god 
<laughs> oh wow! I'm a uh, I well, uh, we'll we'll have to see. We'll have to we'll have to go through the. Uh, uh, the podcast uh, uh, dictionary or inventory, whatever it is there, on the, and find out if anybody's doing something with this. But let's face it, Tom, if, if someone's doing, they're not doing it like we're doing it. They're not bringing, that's the pitch. Well, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> the pitch is to, and you know what I, my first impression would be that they would say, no, we do not want to make a joke out of this. You know, we do not yeah. want it to have that value, because they they want to continue to uh, uh, to improve it, so that it becomes yeah. this intellectual machine, I guess. Right? That's, yeah. yeah. And if they say that, that's fine. Then we will subscribe and ask it. <laughs> what are some of the derogatory <laughs> names we can call Bot MD? <laughs> Does it know curse words? There are so many things I want to know now. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I wonder what happens if you if we use profanity. What happens if uh, we ask it? Go ahead. Well, <laughs> because I'm, I'm. It's got to be, uh, you know. In any, if if you go, I mean, you couldn't ask it for a tanto joke because that would be inappropriate, right? That would be. <laughs> it's not going to go to tell us a tanto joke. What would it do? Well, let's find out, Dextros. <laughs> Tom goes right. Tell us a Tonto. <laughs> goes right for the. Joke. Yeah. Okay. Get ready. To grab your your breath. Take a breath. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh no! Tell us a Tonto joke. What did the elephant say when he couldn't find his Tonto? Where oh where has my Tonto gone? <laughs> oh, that's not a Tonto joke. It doesn't know Tonto jokes. No, it, it certainly has no concept of Tonto joke. It's a unique concept. <laughs> Only you and I know that. No. Where did we get it? We got it from somewhere. It, it's yeah, I don't even remember. Go back to memory. Fascinating. The Velvet Frog. I've <laughs> come <laughs> full circle. Oh God, this is funnier than I thought it would be. Well, I am definitely going to uh, uh, somehow find a couple of minutes here and there from. A million things I do and call up and say, hey, listen, have you ever thought of the value of the, you know, who are they? Who do I talk to? I would uh, obviously want to talk to the most important person at, <laughs> at Bot. But, you know, how could these people, I don't know. Uh, you know, the sense of humor of people, you know, silicone type people uh, is, uh, I don't think it's a long, I don't, I don't know if they're our audience. Yeah. Yeah. You know? uh, yeah, I mean. Uh, but I'm willing to find out. Because yeah. well, it's fascinating. Because you know why? I'll tell you why. Per, per, and that is that approaching them, uh, that the whatever might I might think they think is derogatory about our spin of this thing or what we would do. Okay, mm -hmm. would not would not be the deciding factor. What would be the deciding factor was one or two of them sitting around going, "Wow, we could really get we could really open this thing up." Yeah. And, uh, you know, actually, I mean, you should do that. Follow through. Just, just what the hell? I mean, nothing. I will, uh, and, but, yeah, but I, I, I also have to be careful. I can't give them the idea. I can only, yeah. you know, I got to somehow figure <clears throat> out that idea. I guess we could, uh, we could go to the Writers Guild and make it a, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> we could spend a couple of bucks and put it up there and say, "This is our idea." This is our, and, yeah. I guess we could I, do that. I, yeah. I could think about doing that first. Uh, by, and by the way, just quickly, the, the the real popular 
one that they were talking about on NPR and is a uh, is a uh, chat C chat C R T or G no G G R T chat G R T is that two words or just chat? I think if they put it to I I've seen it in print together G- capital C H capital C H A T capital G capital R capital T <laughs> capital T chat G R T so so actually what we use tonight Dextros chat <laughs> Chatbot. Chatbot is a competitor and probably oh. not as as popular. So. Well, this is important to know because if they have competitors now, right? Yeah. Whoa, yeah, sure. Whoa. Good God. Well, we have this as documentation because this has been broadcast live, first of all, right? And yes, we, that's we, right. We date this. It's dated uh, on the of March of 9th of March, uh, 2023. This is everyone has heard on this show and of course it will go into the archives which will make it available there too so uh and next week it'll play on any number of stations including true talk radio twice a day remember well i think that they might be down to once a day but it's still there true talk radio and other places you could find it whatever uh and if you know if they just want to give us money to do this show every week then uh, this will be good <laughs> put it aside you know only doing doing too much of this anyway um but Okay. How, um, so, in, um, so how's everything? Okay, in general, you're right. Feeling okay? Well, that's another story. Oh, we'll have to no. go through. I'm going to an ophthalmologist tomorrow. I'm like in the last month. I am. My vision is really bad. Ooh, we're gonna talk about that. Uh, yeah. So, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll we'll talk about. It. It's mostly none of anybody's <laughs> listeners' business. So yeah, we'll maybe talk. something we want, we want to talk about on the air. But as, but we'll uh, certainly do do me a favor the next time and any other time you're on this show. Bring up if you still have dextrose, bring them with you. Yes. Okay. And I will get eventually my son Jack, who's a fine. A, a comic writer. I don't. He just writes. It draws things. I will. I will tell him. Give me a face, and we will have a face of Dextrous. And if uh, worse, <laughs> yeah. you know, and we'll eventually. Uh, and he's in San Francisco right now, but uh, oh. uh, yeah, he's up there and there in the in, where in your in the snowlands of America. Yeah, How, really. Did yeah, you see any snow in uh, Burbank? No. Yeah, it see. snowed. I have a I have a video. I'll I'll send it to you. It snowed uh, last week in front of my house. And is that something? Huh? Yeah. Right. And probably <clears throat> even on my house, as a matter of fact. And and so it, <laughs> so it will again. Um, yes. All right. Well, uh, we'll stay in touch, and uh, okay. we'll we'll see what's going on. Say hi to Cheryl and everybody else, and um, tell and, you know he knows both of us now, Dextro. So I'll be fine. Yeah. All right. Take care, everybody. Take care. T.J. Savino is the name. Let's sound like and that's him. T.J. at T.J. Savino uh, at uh, what? At uh, yeah, at uh, Twitter. Oh no, it's at T.J. Savino. My name is Frank. Yeah, his name is T.J. Savino. <laughs> oh man! Hey, Frank, here's another idea. Oh, 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 where'd you come from? I've been walking next to you the entire time. <laughs> Frank, he went back and I walked by the table and I said, how are you, Don? Nice to see you. He said, can't you see I'm eating, Frank? What are you doing? (laughs) Can't you see I'm eating, Frank? So there we have it now. 
another episode of uh, Cotolo Chronicles. Check the blog uh, next week. I'll get the exact name and the book um, and the author. Who will be here on the 16th of March? Other shows uh, will be announced uh, from there on in. Uh, my name is Frank Cotolo. The man's name adorns the title of the show. Good night, Mrs. Ernstwell, wherever you're located. And uh, Jessica Catherine, hello. Where did you go now? We must find you. I'll see you around the internet. I'll see you everywhere that we can be seen or heard. And uh, thank you again, TJ Thomas Savino, at TJ Savino. Go there, uh, check out what's going on with him. Well, we said a lot, and so did Dextrous. And Dextrous now be moments of the show? I don't know. All I got to say is I got nothing more to say.